Welcome to Mayor Fitness, the official podcast of Great Lakes Stainless, episode 34. This is Paul, Mike, and Travis. In this episode, we had Austin Schaub, who is our intern, and he's going to be with us till the middle of August until he goes back to his third year at Michigan Tech. Has uh, really cool learning about him, learning about his background, uh, his interest in cars, and how he much prefers the. Did I say Michigan Tech? That was. Neither. I did. Uh, yeah. Neither. Neither Travis nor I were listening, Paul. No. <laughs> I, I was I waiting for my cue to speak. <laughs> I, was, I, I looked <laughs> over and I recognized the look on his face because I was thinking, I have no idea. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm used to that. I'm I did. I looked over. I saw uh, it in his eyes. I was like, uh, neither one. I'm just was. waiting for that neither. slow pitch for a <laughs> shitty joke for me neither. to make. <laughs> that's all. That's yeah. my role oh, in the yeah. podcast. Just, just like. Sit oh, back was, and wait for this. It was amazing. I just I looked over and looked at you. And I was like, neither one of us has any idea what you said. No. Neither one of us was listening. I'm married. I'm used to that. A million fine. miles away, man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I just basically all I do is stand at the mound and toss low balls yeah, and wait for. Lots like, of pitches uh, in. Like uh, comedians on radio shows, so you can tell yeah. they're setting up bits. Yeah. Just out of the nowhere, it's like, so are you single or are you dating? And then there's some crappy watered down bit about how dating is so tough whatever. that's why I don't listen to Bob and Tom anymore yeah because that's what it is it's all, oh, all it's it was funny so that. Uh, I saw that on um, the Letterman show we were talking about mm-hmm. yeah. um, my next guest yeah. he is Zach Zalfanakis Zalfanakis I would watched the first episode from this newest season which was Kanye West oh I didn't watch it that was actually really good <laughs> I was I didn't have high hopes but it was really good yeah yeah was he putting like coherent sentences together? Yeah, Dave sentence? went to his house and tried on a bunch of Kanye's clothes oh, and right. stuff. Oh, <laughs> he's got his own clothing line, right? Yeah, because he's got his own clothing oh, line. So yeah, Dave good. got outfitted with a whole new outfit and shoes from Kanye's closet. Whatever. And uh, so I watched that show. That's I don't great. remember what we were talking about. Um, Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Yeah. No, that, that I was remember. It? That's that's where my memory stops. It's a great story. Uh, got to mute it. Was she trying to get a hold of you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Put her on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Put her on the podcast. Let's go hey, come to the door and knock. Come on in. Yeah, go ahead. You can pay for me if you want, but you're going to be on the podcast. You're going to be on the podcast. Oh, right? you should. You should do that. Yeah, right. All right, I'm sure I got a phone call or something. I'm sure it's that DT guy. That's not important. Anyways. Uh, so, Michigan Tech. Yes. He likes yes. it. Yes, he does. Talking about how nice and peaceful it is up there compared to Chicago where he said he's got some family and I can... I'm totally on board with that. I can't handle, I can't handle big cities and just the constant noise. And last time I was in Chicago, I stayed at a hostel, and it's just, it just never stops. It stresses. You stayed at a hostel. Yeah. What are you, a teenager backpacking <laughs> through Europe? <laughs> Get a hotel like an adult. <laughs> oh, drop the ass, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, my daughter, my daughter paid for it because she took me down to a soccer game. So it was all right. There you go. Uh, okay. But still, it was like 100 bucks a night. I'm like, kind of Ooh. freaking serious? And we went and had some barbecue. Have you heard of this white barbecue sauce? <laughs> Sounds racist. I was going to say. <laughs> it's the barbecue you know, sauce. Now that's that, is that, is that the because, culture. Is that because they told the colored barbecue sauce no. to go back where it came from? <laughs> it's they send it back down south? <laughs> it's actually the actual color of the sauce. But as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, that does kind of the sound white, bar- white barbecue, white barbecue sauce. sauce. We call that mayo. Up mayo. Here. We call that mayo. <laughs> that's oh, a miracle. So good. Oh, God, that's the best. 
You mean mayonnaise? Yeah. It's, it's basically coleslaw <laughs> dressing. Cheerily okay. used on macaroni and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Now it's just white bread. It's just coleslaw dressing, and it is not that good. Mm. Huh. So I guess mm-hmm. it come out of Alabama, which, you know, par for the course, I guess. Yeah. Man, I was ragging on carnies last time, and now I'm ragging on Alabama. Alabama? Yeah. What, just because their white barbecue sauce is gross? I mean... Nobody's ever okay. got a white barbecue sauce. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. That's the hill I'm going to die on. White barbecue sauce is gross. That's gross. Not a fan. Are we hiring at this point? Do we have anything on the website? I don't know. We're always looking for qualified team members to yep. join the team. So, Yep. Come on by. Show Good us what you got. Always see another one. Get another order set up for samples. That's a nice one. Yeah. Nice. Real nice. So. Nice. 45 win. Yep, so even if there's nothing on the careers tab of the website, come on by anyway. And uh, Yeah, well, there's fabricators get to build amazing-looking stuff with your hands. For sure. For sure, yeah, the decorative metals thing. Kind of and your mind. Right. Can't leave that at home. Those are not easy builds, generally. So What's that? I said and your mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not easy builds, generally. So For sure. Uh, yeah, the, I think the decorative... Challenging, rewarding. Yeah. I think the decorative metals thing really opened up a lot of different and interesting things for us. So, yeah, check out GreatLakesStainless.com if you want to get a hold of us for any reason. MiraFinish at GreatLakesStainless.com is the email. And, of course, find us on Facebook or Instagram and anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. I have such a hard time with that word. Subscribe? Thank you. Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, Really important. Keeps us up there. Keeps us uh, uh, up in the algorithm so we get more exposure. Uh, and if you guys don't have anything else to add, I mean, you don't listen anyway from what I gathered from the beginning of this intro, so. Hmm? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have a slow pitch. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? You're welcome. Mike? Little, little lob? <laughs> Nothing? Nothing. Not going to swing? No. Uh-huh. No swings. Okay. Here is episode 34 with Austin Shaw. Yeah, Mike and Trav will be in a bit. Mike had to prepare the same way I did. You know, take a pee and get some coffee. And Normally I'd say take a piss, but I've got seven-year-old twins and that's been programmed out of me by now. <laughs> did not say it. Yeah. Just some kind of... Lead by some kind of example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my little sister's thing is now. She's seven, too. Okay. And... Anytime anyone swears, it's... I heard don't, that. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's good, keeping, you know, that she's uh, kind of keeping people on the straight and narrow. Our kids, they, they do that, too. They don't they don't hesitate to correct them. Like, it's fine. Don't, you know. I don't like the whole children are meant to be seen and not heard. I mean, that's like freaking... Mm-hmm. Like, that, that shit doesn't fly anymore. Yeah. So, you a coffee drinker at all? No. I don't like the bitterness of yeah. coffee. Like, the uh, Starbucks... Whatever's that are really sweet, I don't mind. It's just sugar. Yeah. So I'll be honest. Those uh, what are the frozen ones are? They call the frappuccinos or whatever. I have no and, idea. And the bottles. Yeah. That you get from like mm-hmm. gas stations. Those are delicious. Yeah, those are the ones I would drink. Yeah, absolutely delicious. Frozen coffee, thumbs up, thumbs down. Frozen coffee. Yeah. 
Um, not frozen, like cold brew I like. Okay. Yeah. What about like the frappuccinos and stuff? You can get at the gas stations, the bottles. Am I wearing a skirt? <laughs> there we go. Gender roles don't matter anymore, Travis. It's 2019. They do in my house, Paul. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. No. no, it's literally. It's just you now. Me, Devin, two, two dogs, male dogs. Two male dogs, that's it. Dude, it is. Just a sausage fest. Stag house in there, man. <laughs> Oh, we got a real scene going on over there, you know what I'm saying? Is it a scene? Is that what they call it? <laughs> Mike's still in the bathroom? You want me to go check? Yeah, knock on the door. I'm FaceTime him. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up. Phone up, phone up, up, don't. Uh, <clears throat> long pee. It turned into a number two. That's happened to me sometimes. You know, you go in there for one thing and it's like, oh! Yeah, you know. Loosen something up. Gotta stick around for a bit. <laughs> Austin's like, why the hell did I agree to this? <laughs> and I'll probably put this at the at the end. That's where I usually put just kind of the small talk and the stupid conversations. The stupid conversations, yeah, they'll usually go right at the end. I used to put it after the the close music, but I noticed that podcasts that I listen to that do that, I tend to just stop listening mm-hmm. when the closing music yeah. starts. Yeah. And so I'm bet most of the I don't know, the first probably 20 podcasts or so I did that and I'm like yeah I wonder if people just aren't hearing that stuff yeah, maybe so not. then I moved it to before that so the closed music there's nothing after the closed music gotta make sure they hear what they probably shouldn't right yeah, yeah. yeah. especially being associated with the business yeah. I gotta give, it to, give credit to Mike though for keeping this going because I mean he could have just been like eh yeah, it's not because there's no way. How can you really tell what kind of return you're getting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's no real way to <clears throat> measure how many people are actually listening, is there? Well, actually, our host site we do free hosting through Anchor, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they'll give. Um, right now, they're estimating that we have like 33 subscribers, and it's based on downloads per episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also gives they. I'd say within the past four months or so, they updated the metrics, and so it not only shows quantity but location. And it's got a breakdown by country with percentages. And there's, uh, you know, obviously the, like 75% is from the U.S., but then there's like 20 other countries listed. I mean, all through Europe and Asia, Australia. So Vietnam, there's some guy, Asia. There's, a, there's, a version of, there's a version of Kirk in Australia going on about this American podcast. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope there is. Yeah, he's mad at hell, bitching, eating a hot dog for breakfast. <laughs> the guy we used to work with. Distinct character. He's selling his bike. He's selling it. Mm-hmm. So he's not doesn't have time to ride anymore. So what's he gonna do now? Find another hobby. Hobby to immerse himself in. One hundred and ten percent. Spend a lot of money on. Mm-hmm. Make his wife mad. It's good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Mike's gotta be riding the number two train. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, here he is. Just forgot about it. There he is. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, you got that. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even see you shut it. Oh, I thought maybe you had a button over here. Just walk by, give it a little yeah. flick. Done that enough, or it's just you don't even have to look. Sometimes you just get lucky. You've been talking to my wife. <laughs> I don't even know what that I means. Think your wife I, mean, I, I, I don't think, think I don't even know what that means. I don't think your wife is in any position to tell us about luck, Paul. That's true. <laughs> that was pretty clear. That was, uh, that was a clever and cutting. <laughs> That was that was the intention. <laughs> so Austin. <laughs> so you're our intern for this summer. What have you been up to lately? What uh, what's Mike got you doing? 
Um, <clears throat> working on just little ends here and there. Um, starting to get into more uh, bigger projects that are more substantial parts of the project, which is fun. But other than that, just little pieces here and there. Is most of your time drafting? Lately, yeah. Wait, wait, okay. What yeah, else we I got you to, doing? I tried to run him out of the, <coughs> run him out of here by stick, sticking him on the CNC oh, for a few right. weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Cutting all that plastic. He toughed me out. So, <laughs> yeah. On the on the tube he goes. It's not really a tube anymore, is it? No. On the LCD Ooh, he goes. Showing. Right. Show me. So age. up to the drafting table Ooh. he goes. That ink on his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> If you need a new fountain pen, let me know there, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, um, so you go into Michigan Tech. Yep. Uh, what are you majoring again? Mechanical engineering. So is drafting and mm-hmm. CAD, is that a big part yep. of that? Yep. Yeah, uh, we haven't done a whole lot because I'm only two years. I'll be going into my third year, but mostly just gen ed so far. We've done a little bit of CAD stuff, but mostly just gen ed. Is there any gen ed course that you were surprised you were into? I mean, because obviously your focus is on mechanical engineering, but is there something else where you took it and you're like, hey, this isn't, this isn't that bad? Mm. Nope, also. No, I'm yeah. not. That's, that's <laughs> an answer, too. I mean, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they're uh, all, I mean, gen ads are kind of boring to begin with. Yeah. But I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Get a little sneak peek here and there, but, you know. Yeah, because I... Um, I went for four and a half years because first year and a half I did not take anything seriously. It was like Pandora's box, and there was some weird like thing like basically a, rub springer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without the weird looking beard. And yeah. Straw hat. Yep. Yeah. Without that, and uh, there was some weird credit thing where I had to take something like. Until you passed it before they give you credit. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Well, <laughs> tough room today. It is how that works, though. Surprisingly, you have to pass yeah, the class. Pass class. Yeah, you can't just show up for the uh, first day, the midterm, the midterm, and the final. <laughs> yeah, which I did for my philosophy <laughs> class, and I passed with a D. Thank you very much. Don't know how I did that. That was the semester. He stands of, uh, for done with that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the semester of Ocarina of Time on the N sixty four. D's get degrees. That's a good point. <laughs> That's got to be the slogan of some. You know what they? You know what they call the the dumbest student in uh, the graduated med school? Uh, Doctor. <laughs> That's a good point. Doesn't matter. That's true. You'd yeah, be the dumbest one to graduate, and he's still a doctor. Yeah. That's what they told me. Said so engineer with a two point is still an engineer. <laughs> well, can't argue with that. No. Then, but D. What did you say? D's get D's, degrees. Yeah, D's That's got to be like. The slogan for some like online for profit, like Phoenix University or whatever. Don't even have to try. Ah, <laughs> mail it in, phone it in, whatever. Um, but no, so I had my my last semester there. I had to take Science 101. So and it, the same thing happened to another senior. So it was us two in the back with a room full of freshmen. And I, I'm a science nerd anyway, ever since I was a kid. So I was like, I'm just gonna taught the class. But it was still interesting, you know, whatever. It was a breeze. That and automotive history was another course that I took. Automotive history? Yeah. <laughs> you did go to work at GM, though, right? Uh, this or was an in- intern? I interned at GM. This was after I interned at GM, though, so. 
Oh, the, or, interning there it did not help me at all with the automotive history course. No. If there was a course on like corporate bullshittery, <laughs> then yes, <laughs> it would have, I would have passed with flying colors. If there were if there were a major corporate bullshittery, I might have taken college more seriously. Is that what an MBA is? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <is> funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, apologies. I'll be here all week. That's a valid. Yeah. It's a valid degree, and anyone, I'm sure anyone with an MBA. Yeah. Sorry. They probably. I hope they find it funny, also. Oh, I bet they do. <laughs> I bet they do. So. Um, Michigan Tech is way, we talked a little bit about this, how it's kind of way up, out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. I must north that, of the bridge, right? Oh, yeah. The Mackinac Bridge? <laughs> yes, Mike. Okay. Just checking. Just make sure I had the right place. I think there's a few bridges. <laughs> north of a few bridges. Brown Bridge? <laughs> Golden Gate. Oh. Um, that, but that environment really, I think, appeals to me, and you were saying it is just nice mm-hmm. and quiet up there. Mm-hmm. So kind of, tell us what that's like. Describe the surrounding area, just kind of the atmosphere of Michigan Tech up up there. Well, the drive up there is the most peaceful drive I've ever had, and I've driven to Chicago, so that Hmm. compares to it, Uh, and it's way better than that. And it's just green trees both sides. You run into a car here and there, a gas station here and there. Um, I've been stranded on the road a couple times. Oh, no. And I... uh, I blew a U-joint on my truck coming home one time in the middle of winter, oh. and I had to limp it to Marquette. I was just outside Marquette, luckily, but that was fun. Um, but yeah, all surrounding Michigan Tech, it's just trees and trees and more trees. So we spend a lot of time in the woods, um, snowmobiling, dirt biking, driving around. Uh, campfires on the beach a lot. It's just... It's one of the most peaceful places in the world. It's not one of some of your favorite the, spots. The dirt biking and uh, campfire seasons have to be relatively short. short. Yeah, first <laughs> two <laughs> weeks. First two weeks. And then straight to snowmobiles. Started, started yeah. two weeks ago, and it should be wrapping up here this <laughs> yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, though. When do you usually get first snows up there? Uh, it snowed just before we left for Christmas. Oh, well, it's not bad. So it is a little bit longer than two weeks, but it's pretty much two weeks. Yeah. What are some of your favorite Of course, the last four weeks are dirt biking and snowmobile suits because it's still yeah. probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30 degrees. Yeah. yeah. Favorite spots? Uh, there's a place called Wheelcate, which is they have a snowmobile hill climb in the wintertime every oh. year. And it's just a big hill that they used to mine and piled all the dirt there, so just grew and now it's a big hill. Um, and then Breakers, which is the beach on the southern side of the Portage Canal, on the northern Lake Superior side, I guess. Okay. There's, you can drive out on the beach and just have several fires out there and stay out there all night. And Not like Daytona. You can drive on the beach at Daytona, too, right? Yeah. You know, like the big mm-hmm. attraction or whatever. Uh-huh. I guess. I don't yeah. Know. So is that canal... That kind of cuts the Keweenaw Peninsula in half, right? Is that man-made? Mm, or is that natural? I would assume it's natural. Is it I natural? I don't think it's man-made. Okay. What's the what's the mascot? Again? The Husky. Oh, Husky. Oh, it's like, like uh, Benzie County. My kids yeah. school. Yeah, Huskies. Also the Huskies. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> and last year, it rained like 
I don't know how many inches in an hour or two, and it just flooded everything. It washed out roads and yeah, washed out roads and yeah, it just destroyed that up there mm -hmm. around Houghton Hancock, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing on the like the Weather Channel there was like satellite images of the, like yeah. the sediment getting washed into yeah. Lake Superior. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, they said there's the piece of pretty much was like nobody swim in the portage. Because oh. everything went into the portage. Oh, oh like the sewage and mm -hmm. the chemicals and I'm kidding. Well, there's I just saw there's some lake in I don't know Russia or something like that that's become this Instagram spot because it's gorgeous. It's clear blue. I mean, just beautiful. Well, the reason it's like that is because it's basically full of like lye. It's it's uh -huh. so alkaline because mm -hmm. there's like plants that just dump shit in there. So nothing can grow, so it's perfectly clear. And so it's become this huge Instagram spot, and the companies are like, no, you do not want to take pictures here. Don't come here. This is toxic. And uh, there's people posting like, oh, you know, I guess. I just My legs itched for a couple of days afterwards. And dead, <laughs> but I don't. There's another one in Montana where, like, you know, geese and wildfowl, they're like, hey, that's nice, and they'll land it in. Yeah. I don't know where I heard of that. Except yeah. for then there was one thing where they, something about their poop combined with the chemicals and they found some new medication or something like that. Are you serious? I'm That's probably cool. making that up. Right. There's, some, there's some kernel of truth in there, Paul, but... <laughs> None of the uh, of truth, Mike. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Frankly, I don't have the time to figure, to, to ferret that kernel out. No. You know? Just accept the headline and move on. Exactly. So what were you doing before you came to GLS then? I was doing landscaping. Okay. My neighbor owns a landscaping company, and I was just looking for short-term work, so I was helping him out. How'd you like that? I enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. Running a lawnmower all day. and Work outside, I mean. Yeah. In this area, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I love being outside. I worked as a painter all through high school in the summer, so I was outside all the time anyways. Sure. What was that, uh, what was that big house you guys did? Oh, yeah, that was the... Owner of Geminani's Pizza's son. Ah, okay. Out in Frankfurt. And that's the big Chicago. Yeah. It's like style. a chain pizza. It's a chain. Giovanni's? Geminani's. Geminani's, I think is what it's called. Pretty and that, that's like the, the deep dish, right? The traditional. Uh, is that what or is it just like a regular? I'm sure they do both. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whatever it was, it appeared to be lucrative. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, a smile. Yeah. Okay. Where was that again? Frankfurt. Frankfurt, that's right. Oh, yeah. Man, that's, yeah. Pizza's good business. I think they, yeah. I think Gimignani or something like that. I think they probably made all their money from pizza. <laughs> Maybe. In Chicago. A little, in Chicago. A little importing, exporting. <laughs> I'm in the construction business. <laughs> what? Yeah. Maybe a little sanitation. You know, yeah, a little sanitation, mm -hmm. construction, concrete guys. Yeah, with that, yeah. yeah. Little list, little list. All that. Get the best tables and restaurants. Exactly. And how did you come to find us here? Uh, I was going around Travers, talking to different companies about internships for the summer, and I was just looking for an internship, and then I found you guys online. Uh, I had a draftsman position available, and I just applied, and... You're like the only company that ever got back to me on Indeed. Oh, so you didn't go through the website? You went through Indeed.com? Right. Okay. That's where most of our <clears throat> most of our leads come from. Really? Yeah, it's the biggest driver of them. See, it's interesting because we were talking when we went out to lunch that, 
you know, when I was looking for a job before I came here, I felt that Indeed and Monster and stuff were dry wells. Mm -hmm. It's just I didn't feel that I got a whole lot of return, and I got way more results by directly contacting the companies out of. Yeah, the only time I ever heard back from anyone else on Indeed was when they had a phone number and I called them. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, it's funny to see it from the other side. You know, it's like, from our perspective, that's the, the biggest resource. But then from the opposite side, it's like you're kind of ready to give up on it. Like, ah, I'm not going to bother with Indeed anymore. I'm not getting any hits or whatever. So, we're talking about a lot about Chicago. Doesn't You have family there, right? Uh, my mom and stepdad and all of his family live there. Okay. So, I assume you, you get down there quite a bit. When I have to. When you have to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, part of, what part of Chicago? I mean, Chicago uh, it's uh, like a half hour south of the Wisconsin border. Okay. Oh, oh so it's so up on the west side. Yeah, yeah, Highland Park is where my mom is now. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. That sounds real familiar. It's like, I mean, call, call it Chicago, and it's like this yeah. Yeah. this area like this around the bottom of Lake Michigan. It's yeah. like, like Detroit is, uh, yeah. you know, south of From Saginaw. Gary to Rockford? From, yeah, right. Well, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember going over to Chicago to Soldier Field for uh, a soccer game, and as soon as we got around the bottom, like in the Gary and the, on the industrial area, the air just stinks. No, oh, Gary doesn't smell people, very good. I don't know how people live there. It's just it's vile. It's too compact for me. Yeah. Oh, you said you liked up Houghton so much. So yeah. Is that the so Chicago? The exact just, opposite. So what took your family down to Chicago? Um, <clears throat> mom met my stepdad and. Remarried and moved down there. Mm. And then my dad, around that same time, moved to Fort Wayne, Indiana okay. for a job. And then I think he was, he could tell you exactly how long he was there for like two years, three days, and ten minutes. Or so. <laughs> yeah. And then he came back here. Count, yeah. Uh, Count down and get out of there. You know, I thought it was, not that I was counting, but it was yeah. 12 and a half minutes. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that? Two years, three days, 12 and a half minutes. Before the back of the car. Is right on the border. Yeah. Fort Wayne is right on the border? Mm-hmm. Very, there, very close. Is it, isn't there a big... Where's Notre Dame? That's not where Notre Dame is. Notre Dame is in... Southbound. South yeah, Southbound. Okay. Yep. Isn't there something... Is there a big college in Fort Wayne or something? Mm-hmm. No, they make... Uh, Fort Wayne's where they make all that. It's near, that's near Elkhart, isn't it? That's closer to Elkhart? No, Elkhart. Fort, I think Fort Wayne is like an hour and a half south of the border or something like that. Oh, Fort Wayne is? Yeah. I'm thinking that. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, I uh, yeah, that's GM the, has a couple plants, I think, in Fort Wayne. I wonder if that's why. That's ringing a bell. Yeah, Fort Wayne's down there a little ways. Is it? Is it? I'm thinking, is Elkhart by the border? <coughs> that's pretty close, isn't it? Elkhart's yeah, right on the border. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking. That's Indiana, isn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. i giving our listeners a little geography lesson. <laughs> yeah. sure Fort Wayne, right on, right on 69. Okay. Yes. Yep. Is that it? Is that That's uh, 24, really, you know. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, from what I'm looking here in the map. You can take 24 right up to Toledo before Glenn. Good thing you have GPS. Yep. Now, but your, um, so your, your dad and stepmom own... Uh, Lily Pad. What is it again? Lily Pad. Lily Pad Marine. And what do they make? They make <coughs> marine accessories, not just for boats, but also for your dock. Um, they've got a diving board now and a funnel, fuel funnel. You can mount it on the side of your dock. The and then fuel you funnel's can... pretty cool. Oh, yeah. you got one? No. Are you going to get one now? No. Oh. <clears throat> Damn it. Not yet. <laughs> but I've, I've had that struggle before. I mean, for like the smoke, because I'm not on right now, we're not on like an inland lake, but it's our, you know, if you got your ski boat or... Ah. 
fishing boat and you got a hoist and a dock mm-hmm. out there and you're not you know there's no gas yeah. docks like in silver lake or i don't there's think there's any long lake or any you get to lug the five gallon pails down uh-huh. and stand up your arms shaking <laughs> <laughs> watching the rainbow spread out behind your boat yeah yeah, yeah. thinking you know, you know yeah. thinking yeah. about <laughs> drilling holes in the back so the thing drains faster <laughs> uh and they got the the product which lost and designed which is you yeah. know dump the whole five gallons in this thing and it's got a hose and it's clean. I'm like, well, that is actually solving a real problem right there. Oh, you designed that? I did all the CAD work on it. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty cool. I did that when I was like, <clears throat> I think it was my junior year of high school. Nice. So, yeah, it was a few years ago. Yeah. No, it looked pretty good. That's kind of what caught my eye. I was like, ah, oh, all right, we'll talk to him. <laughs> there you go. See, so you never and know then, what's going to result in uh Keep your eyes out. There's a uh, a boarding ladder coming out soon. Okay. For it's going to be on a bunch of OEMs. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. And nice. I did all the cab work on that one too. Nice. That was we started that halfway into or no the end of my junior summer, so beginning of my senior year. So and then we I don't, I don't think it'll ever be done, but it's pretty much done yeah. so that's a lesson and how long it takes and that's with a company with already somewhat established reputation product line sure how long it takes a good product to market mm-hmm. From because the I was watching uh, you know <clears throat> my next guest with David Letterman oh yeah and he was on with uh, Bill Gates I haven't watched that one yet mm. yeah I haven't watched the whole thing but one um, there was a quote that I was like yes he's right Bill Gates said because <laughs> Letterman was um Spewing out these terrible ideas, just putting the word edible in front of everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Bill Gates, like, yeah, I see, I see what you're doing there. You just, you just matching the word edible with other words. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, you got some, uh, some ideas. He's like, ideas are easy. I was like, yes, yeah. they yeah. are. Yeah. Ideas, the easiest part. Everybody gets. That's why I just, I mean, I'm happy to sign them. My NDAs, these ideas. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. Oh, right. Yep. Not gonna steal your idea. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Because that is the easy part. Yeah. Not that there's value in them. I mean, that's the creativity. That's, well, that's the, where it that's starts. The part. That's where it starts. Yeah, you have to start with that idea. But yeah. holy cow, yeah. that road from idea mm-hmm. just to product is yeah. really long. Yeah. And you could double that if you want to make it all the way to successful product. <laughs> sure. Exactly. Oh, so many factors and some you can't even control. Yeah, so I mean, you know, so you said, so you're going into, so that was what, three, probably started that process on that one three and a half years ago? Three and a half, four years ago. Three and a half, four years ago. And now maybe you will start seeing that product out in use maybe five years later? Yeah. Four four to five years later? There you go. I I forget the guy's name, and I hesitate to even mention because I I can't remember pretty much anything, but um, he, he... he um, he wrote a book all about connections, and it's like, and I've heard him on a couple of interviews on some podcasts, and it's amazing how he goes through history and will show how some minor event thousands of years ago has directly led to something now. And his whole thing is about everything's connected and everything depends on everything else, and very, very rarely does something like spot t- spontaneously appear or evolve and is not based on or related to something previous. Okay. But yeah, I'll, have to, I'll have to look that up because that was one of the most interesting interviews hmm. I've ever heard. 
I, I don't know how it went. I can't remember a whole lot about it, unfortunately. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Yeah. 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 So, my guy's name, book title, nothing. So, you were talking about a diving board that doesn't yeah. rock the boat? Correct. Okay. The way the shock is built is not like a normal shock. Well, I guess it is kind of is, but it's all, it's not metal. It's urethane bushings inside okay. of it that provide, there's a very, very, varying levels of squish, basically, and they're stacked together to make the perfect combination. My dad has toyed with it for years to get it just how he wants it, and I think he's got it now. Awesome. Do the jumping board again. <laughs> Come on. Every time nope. we go out One on more the time. Pole, <laughs> jumping board. Diving board. Yeah. Dad, there's ice. I don't care. <laughs> Jump. I need more data. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that first started, I think it was 2011 or 2012 or maybe even earlier. Um he built it out of built one out of wood and basically screwed it to the side of the boat and put a basketball as our spring. Oh, okay. And when we jumped on it, it would we had fishing or fishing poles on the uh, inside roof of the pontoon, <laughs> and every time someone would jump, they would all fall down. Oh, yeah. So he did all the engineering. He had someone do the CAD work. He built it himself, basically. <laughs> And then several prototypes welded up in the garage and made it work. So has he always been like that? No. Okay. Well, he's he's always been handy in, like, you know, motors, cars, mm-hmm. snowmobiles, dirt bikes, whatever. But he's got a degree in business, something. It's not an MBA. Because he's going to kick your butt yeah. next time it's easier. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if it's in business. I honestly don't even know what he's got a degree in. Whatever it is, he doesn't use it. No, I think that's. I, I think I'm actually one of the few people that ended up kind of in because I my degree is manufacturing engineering and basically what I've been doing the whole time. But most of the time, I think this is the vast majority of people do end up in professions that mm-hmm. I use mine daily. What's so you, I know you got a math minor, but what's your uh, elementary education? Ah, <laughs> running a company? Yeah. Actually, Absolutely. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that applies. I'm not, I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, <laughs> definitely applies. I mean, not all of them are in here, but no. <laughs> looking at you, but he's got—is it a vet that he he's got? A classic vet. It got. I was wrong when I told you it's a '76 okay. Corvette and a '64 Chevy pickup. Nice. And they're both bright yellow. Nice. And we'll actually be <clears throat> next week Monday at the Culver's Car Show. Oh. I have both of them there. I still have never gotten out to that, and I—I I really want. I hear they get a lot. Next Cars. Monday Dwayne's is the big one. Who else has a bright yellow okay. classic? Dwayne is a Nova. Is Nova '74 Nova. Drag Seventy-four car. Nova. Yeah. Yeah. Bright yellow. So you said next Monday is Culver's yep. big one. It's Dwayne the, probably, I know Dwayne's gone over there before. Oh, yeah. I see when they have the Culver yeah. thing, he followed in on his trailer. Yeah, he said they had like 300 cars there. That's yeah, there crazy. was quite a bit. The yeah. 22nd. Okay. Huh. That is freaking nuts, man. Yeah. But yeah, the, their whole deal is if you bring a car, you get a free custard, whatever. Oh, okay. Well, like, how about a 98 Explorer? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's enough. I don't know if that'd make the cut. Yeah. Oh, man. I guess it's 98 Explorer. 
That's so funny because when I started doing the um, real estate appraisals down, he had a 98 Explorer, but that was like 98. I mean, that was like, yeah. I remember, I mean, because yeah. it was my job driving around. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, I got out of my... Balling, huh? Oh feel, yeah, feel like you were Jay Z. Uh huh. Got my eighty right. Hop yeah. out of my eighty one Tercel. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Eighty one Tercel and a ninety eight Explorer leather oh, yeah. trim, power everything. Oh yeah, that's what this one. Top of the line XLT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, XLT. Yeah. Great leather, yeah. man. Yep. <laughs> hey, really sports, hey, babe. Really sports for the Eddie Bauer edition. It might have uh, been. It might have been Eddie Bauer. I had now. My boss at the time. He really liked the the top end stuff. So. So yeah, so I was like 97, 98. I mean, you bought a brand new, so 98. So that's probably the vehicle that I watched the Motorola flip phone spin around in the middle of the road. And that's when, that was, that was, a, what? That was a terrible feeling. What are you talking about? Motorola flip phone, you know? Yeah. Like in 98, that was not a, I mean, those were like, oh, you I mean, just, it was like the brick thing. I left yeah. it on top of the car when we oh, got into oh, the oh, driveway. I look in the rear view mirror and see the thing go, oh my God. <laughs> oh, man. They also like six pounds. Yeah, what did oh, yeah. it, it do to the road? <laughs> yeah, right. Knocked a chunk out. Damn it, that was all It was. It was a thing. You know, it was like that wedge shape. Yeah, the wedge shape. Back. You flip the little bottom. And then you flip the little bottom yeah. down. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you were balling, man. Ninety-eight Explorer and the old, the uh, Zach Morris Saved by the Bell cell phone <laughs> the uh, painting contractor I worked for we had the same one of the same cell phones and it would have been around the same time like 97 98 because I used to have to take that when I'd go down to Builders Exchange to read blueprints down there I'd have to take that cell phone with me go down to Builders Exchange oh, go down blueprints. there oh I loved that place man you go in there and it was just just a wayward home for estimators <laughs> <laughs> you could smoke in there you know what I mean <laughs> Just the smell of blueprints, that acid from the yep. blueprints, cigarette smoke, you know what I mean? It was just, it was like a bar for nerds. Okay. Yeah. What's the first cell phone you ever had? Uh, it was like one of the candy bar cellular was it? one. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was nothing. What about you, Mike? The first one I had personally, yeah, it would have been a, probably a Nokia, but the candy bar, you mean like the, the bar with all the buttons. Yeah. It kind of looked like a cordless phone yeah. that yeah. you put in your pocket. And yep. I had the Razor. Oh, that's a great, that's a hell of a phone, though. Yeah, I mean that was out for like three years before they redesigned it, which is nuts because now it's like every eight to yeah. ten months. Yeah, was a new one coming out. I guess aren't they bringing it back? Aren't they bringing the Razor back in like a a similar form function, but it's going to be a foldable smartphone? Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know. I know they they had a Droid did a Razor not too long ago. Oh, really? but that was just a regular smartphone huh. style. Yeah, that's it. I had the StarTac, mm. little black ones. Yeah. Felt like Neo from the Matrix. Yeah. Flip it open real quick, you know? No? I didn't do that. I'm not. I tried dodging bullets and shit, but uh, yeah. I guess it's just in the movies. Yeah. Who Keep knew? practicing. Who knew? <laughs> practicing. Do you need any help? <laughs> so the, uh, the vet and the truck, did your folks do all the work themselves on those? Uh, the vet... It was pretty much stock. My dad bought it for my stepmom for her wedding gift. And then the C10 is all built, suspension, motor, driveline, everything. Uh, My stepmom's uncle did that, all the work on that one. What year ago? 64? 64. Nice. What engine? 64 what? Chevy. Chevy? Chevy? Yeah, Chevy. I don't know what that looks like. I think I know what it looks like. 
I th- I think it has a 327. Nice. Uh, my dad has a 60. I think it's a 69 vet, but it's all in pieces. Mm-hmm. He's had it for like the last 20 years. Yeah. In that state. I know that feeling. <laughs> I got a 67 Mustang that's been sitting since 03 when the transmission went out on it. I just I can't. I want to keep it for a project for my twins, but I just can't keep yeah, bring myself. Except it has the fleet side. What's fleet side? Like a step side? Yeah. No, the step side has that indent. The fleet side is just fleet this is side. the step side. Yeah. This yeah. is the fleet side. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, my son's, he's he got a this big fat book that's just pickups, and it's pickups from the, basically the history of mm-hmm. the pickup truck in America. And he's obsessed now. Yeah. He would he yeah. lose his mind over that. 69K10 is my dream truck. Yeah? I'll have it someday. Like, yeah, he will. There you go. Or an El Camino. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's, yeah. That's, Travis yeah. has to roll. Yeah. I, I want. I want an El Camino Super Sport. It's so bad. Yeah. What is the '69? What? Uh, K10. Are you gonna cruise downtown? What are you What are you gonna do with El Camino? Just show Dude, off. I'm Just... gonna listen to Rival Sons of Leonard Skinner yes. as loud as I can. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. That's, right that's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> no. Drive up and down the road. Yeah. Right there. My uh. My wife's parents. They have a '52 International. Behind their house, I mean, it ain't running. They got basically it's it's kind of like a junkyard back there. It's a pickup or like a scout pickup. Pickup, yeah, fifty two international pickup, hmm. and uh, they they have tons of shit. There's a seventy five F one fifty. There's uh, an old um, like second generation RX seven. Uh, God, what else they got? There's old like uh, school buses, like the cool ones with the rounded, not. Mm-hmm. You know, the rounded fender yeah. ones. I couldn't tell you what year they were. Right. But it's it's kind of a shame because they're all just ro- kind of rotting away back there. And it's like I want to, because it's just, it's my wife's mom and her brother that live there now. Her father-in-law mm-hmm. passed away a couple of years ago. But I'm like, man, some of the stuff back here is freaking gold. Do you want to give it away? I'll bring a trailer. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah, my, one of my friends in high school, he had a. A Jeep pickup. I'm not sure what year it Jeep was. Comanche? Mm. Jeep Comanche. Comanche yeah, or yeah, Gladiator? Was. was it a Comanche? That, it was a Comanche. Yeah, my, my buddy had a Comanche when we were in high school. One of my best friends did. It was like early 90s, I want to say. It was just like a small pickup. Yeah. It was yeah. a great little truck, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was. I so what? It look right. 69 K10. How would you build it up, then, if you had one right now? What would you do? Uh, just 350 with a four-speed and then maybe four six-inch lift. Oh, nice. 35s. I had, my first truck was a GMC Canyon. It was an 06 with a 5-speed in it. Really? That had to have been hard to find. I was yeah. super, it was, it was just a work truck package. And okay. It was pretty beat. Yeah. And I trashed it, or crashed it twice and <laughs> sold it for twice what I paid for it. Oh, man, how'd you do that? Yeah, really lucky. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and then the next truck I bought was, it was all jacked up on 35s and... It was a full size pickup, which was nice, but yeah. it was still a single cab, which yeah. kind of sucked. That's true. Now I feel for the price of a compact pickup and the fuel mileage it gets. You just just get a full size because you're not mm-hmm. you essentially have the same fuel mileage, mm-hmm. right? And you pay a little bit more, but you get the utility of the full size full size truck. Because I mean, some of the you had a, a Ranger. What was yeah. the mileage you got in that thing? Oh, it wasn't great. It was. 
sub 20. Yeah, I mean, I had an 01 Silverado that got like 16, 17. Right. And your Ranger, did it get much more than that? No. All right. I mean, we'll that see. Ranger did have that 4 liter in it, <clears throat> so it had a really big 6 big cylinder. Six, yeah. yeah. I'm sure if you got a 4 liter Ranger, or the 4 cylinder Ranger, yeah, that's a small right. 6 cylinder, you get a lot better gas mileage. But yeah. No, I think it was a Jeep J10, which is a little cooler than the Comanche. Wow. Oh, Especially yeah. with that orange and yellow and red. The brown yeah, part of it. It was, that was, that's a brown one. I remember that one being a little <clears> more yellow, but it was pretty cool. It also only had, like, brakes on one of the front wheels, so um, depending on which direction you were going. <laughs> oh, my God. When you, well, when you came to a stop sign, if you were going to go straight through it, you grabbed it with both wheels. <laughs> both or both hands. hands. I mean, yeah. you grabbed the wheel with both hands because she was going to pull real hard. <laughs> I remember it was right. If you want a right turn, you didn't do anything. Just tap the brakes and around the corner you go. <laughs> Jesus, man. Left, you had to slow down first. Don't break in the turn because it's going to cause problems. I can't so, remember if it was a Jeep truck my grandpa had or if it was a Wagoneer. I want to say it was a truck he had because he had a camper shell on the back of it. I remember mm. that. And that's, I mean, this is when I was really young, like, you know, five years old, four mm-hmm. years old. I remember he had like a couple different Jeep trucks like that. Well, that was a long time ago. Years. 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 Decades. Decades, literally. Yeah. That's what happens. I'm giving you shit for your age and you're three weeks older than me. I know. <laughs> Respect your elders, boy. <laughs> well, speaking of, I remember my, uh, so my Mustang has four wheel drum brakes. And you're talking about having mm-hmm. to grab the wheel and stuff. I remember I was on the interstate once and I made the poor, poor decision to pass a semi right before I had to get off an off-ramp. <clears throat> and um, there's no worse feeling than pressing that brake pedal. The car starts to slow, and the brake pedal just start, keeps going, <laughs> keeps going. And you're not really slowing down that much more. <laughs> Never do that again. That scared the shit out of me. What was it? What? A car? No. Why would you, your brake pedals do that? The drum brakes. Just the way they... You're going to need to explain it. Okay. Because if I understood that about the drum brakes, I wouldn't ask the question. So, yeah, the way the drum brakes work is that there's shoes on the inside of... Um, a drum. A, yeah, a the drum. drum. Yeah. And so as the heat builds up, the drum expands. <laughs> and so the shoes yeah, yeah. have to keep going further and further. I get it now. So that's why disc brakes are so much better, because if yeah. the disc expands and gets wider, well, it's expanding right into the pads. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> the drum expands, yeah. No, not, not so grippy. Nope. No. Now you're talking about <laughs> not having to touch the wheel to turn. You've actually driven a stock car, a NASCAR stock I car. I did drive yeah. a race car, yeah. Tell us about that. That was in Chicago Speedway. It was the day before I turned 19. My mom asked me what I want to do for my 19th birthday. I said, I want to drive a race car. And just went down there and drove a race car. It was really hot sitting in there. Oh, yeah, I love that. Wicked hot, and then getting in and out of it was pretty tricky too. I wouldn't think it'd be that hard, but it is. Mm-hmm. Not just uh, not just pulling a bower loop, dude. Yeah, just jump yeah. right in, <laughs> slide across, slide the across hood. the hood, spin around, jump yeah. in the window. No, yeah. not quite. Mm-mm. I wonder how much they had to practice that before they got it right. They had to just like how many pairs of Wranglers did they get <laughs> doing that? <laughs> they would have had to pull the rivets off so it didn't, so didn't get it right. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, um, how, and I've heard there's a couple options. You can go by yourself or you can go with an instructor? Yeah, I, at first I rode passenger. <clears throat> okay. And then just to get a feeling for it because oh, turns are pretty forced. So there's a lot of force going in there and you're it's pretty into the door. So pretty banked. So they yeah. really have you ride passenger. So yeah. you understand that you, at least there's a pretty good chance you're not going to die. Yeah. Going on the turn. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but then after that, I got in it, and I put on my headset, and the guy was talking to me, telling me what to do, and it was the takeoff, you shifted through the gears because they were stick, mm-hmm. and it was like three seconds, and I was already in fourth gear, 3,000 RPM, oh. going around the track. It was so, so quick. It was 10 minutes that I was supposed to be in the car, okay. but it felt like two. Yeah, oh, sure. It was... Yeah, and then going around the corners, I had to, you'd think you'd have to turn into them, but I was counter-steering the entire time. Really? Because they're set up to turn left anyway, right? If you just hit the gas and don't touch the wheel, they're going to turn left. The tires were pretty worn out, so that's probably why. Uh, So the shifters, the paddle shifters on the... No. Just regular stick? How fast did you get up to? 148 point something. That's moving. That's fast. You got close to that, and then... 89 Dodge Daytona on the way from here to Petoskey once. You're still alive? <laughs> uh, that was like one of those things where I'm thinking, yeah. holy cow. I was not driving because that's not me. I, <laughs> I hear you. We, I mean, it was just, uh, just kind of that sick to your stomach feeling because mm-hmm. the car is, I mean. It's just shaking. Oh, uh, just floating. Yeah. Just floating. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so much lift or yeah. whatever. I mean, you Tires know, balloon and Yeah, just saying, we're just, oh. Wouldn't tap the brakes there, Nate. I'm good. That's funny. I'm good. His name, the driver's name was Nate. Yes. That's funny because my buddy Nate from high school, shout out to Nathan Scruggs, had a '94 Cobra, and we were coming up here once, and uh, '75 North of Gaylord did something similar to that, or Grayling North of Grayling. I don't know. It was on '75. Did something similar to that, but that thing actually has some kind of downforce, and so it wasn't. I didn't have that experience. Yeah, it was a twin. I think it was a twin turbo on yeah. Dodge Daytona. Yeah, this, both those things screaming, red hot chili peppers on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, under okay. the bridge. Yeah, uh, of course you. it was under the bridge. <laughs> and I remember the change in the center console was just going crazy, and I'm trying to stop it. And he's just like white knuckling. Let it go, man. Just let it go. I'm like, shit, this is going to be the last words I hear. Ah. <laughs> Some deer or something's going to run out. Yeah. Nate Mealy Savily. Same kid who the, owned the Jeep, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a shame governors exist. Yeah. Yeah, there, was, there had to have been a governor on that Ford Focus I drove in Germany on the Autobahn. Because I could only get it up to about 110. She was pegged. Yeah. Maybe that's just maybe design limits. Back. Yeah, Eurospec, whatever. That's crazy. You're going 110 miles an hour down the road, and I got cars coming up behind oh, me. Yeah. Audi's like flashing, flashing their lights yeah. and get out, like, get out of the way. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go 110 miles an hour. They pass me like I'm standing still. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the videos of like Autobahn crashes? No. It's. Thanks, it's Paul. There goes the rest of my morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So screw the, yeah, screw the, uh, yep. the project manager meetings. It's like, we're going to have to reschedule. We're going to have to reschedule. Watch this. No. Oh! Yeah. No, it's like, I mean, we've all seen crashes here on the side of the roads. I mean, it looks like something out of a mm-hmm. Bond movie. I mean, you'll see yeah. these high-end supercars. And, I mean, and it's like wet out. It's like raining. So, for number one, it's like, well, yeah. there's poor judgment involved in there anyway. Right. But, yeah, it's just, they'll lose it. And it's just, just like rolling just mm-hmm. up in the air. And you can't even tell it's a car anymore. And, well, I'm, I'm, if I had a chance, I'd still do it, though. Get out there with something and just go. But they say watch out for that shit. I've heard um, my daughter went to Germany for a semester abroad, 
and they were telling uh, stories about it's like no you well that's the problem with it because I'm going 110 and I'm passing people like their stance yeah and so you guys two lanes right uh, yeah, from what I remember, yeah, right? not all of it, but the yeah. parts I remember. I mean, you know, you get that kind of speed disparity, you're closing the gap really fast. Yeah. If you're going 140 and somebody else is going, you know, 60. Yeah, yeah, that gap closes quick. Yeah, so better, you, know. you better be. I bet you better hands ten of two eyes on the road. Yep. Yeah. Oh, what's the text now? What? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instant because at those speeds you're going so far. Uh huh. In such a short. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Here, you're in a, a Ford Focus, but if you get like an R8 that comes up behind you, oh, yeah, that's those cars, yep. or something that can hit 200 miles an hour, especially one of those that are nose down, yeah, they just scoop you up. Yeah, that's freaking nuts. Oh, maybe they don't worry about it then. <laughs> you're not gonna feel anything. Popping cars off the road. Peasants. 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 That's the thing, though. Yeah, you're not, gonna, you're not gonna feel a damn thing. Is that that Russian not a terrible accent. I don't think so. Now that you're up in the air. You know, filling your shorts, but then once you <laughs> land, bah, lights out. God. Yeah, I wonder what that. Wonder what the things in cars. Can you still catch air off of Bunker Hill Road too. if you're coming down there? Did they fix those railroad tracks? I think they fixed them, didn't they? Uh, I remember when I was in high school, you used to be able to get some speed coming down Bunker Hill and catch some air. What's Bunker? Where's Bunker Hill? Uh, yeah, over in Acme. Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, they fixed that railroad. Gray. Is that where like the corner where the Burger King is now? Nope. No, no, well, that's by Mile, or that's, that's um, Holiday Holiday Hills. That's what I'm Holiday Road by Ace Hardware by the Hardware. Oh Ace yeah, Hardware. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, going down there. I think they fixed that grade quite a few years ago, but that used to be a place where you could, if you're down, you could get a like uh, for instance, I witnessed um, Jeremiah. What was his name? Jeremiah. Something off of a TV show was it? Was it Jeremiah? Uh, TV show. Anyway. He wasn't the guy. That was just he had the same name. Oh, he, okay. took a, he took his girlfriend, Chevy Cavalier. I watched him get like, I think I got out. I'm like, well, I don't trust you at all. So I'm going to watch you do that. <laughs> Bam! You know? Yeah. I, God, he, if he didn't destroy the suspension, he yeah. took most of the rest of the life out of it. <laughs> Sparks now, flying and stuff. But if you're going Pretty that cool. way, isn't it towards 31 in the water? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So quick break, turn to the right at the bottom. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> no, there used to be a road uh, just down the road. Down the road from my parents' house, there's a crossroad. Before I was born, I, my uncles and cousins would tell me stories. It used to be the road would go, and then when it came to the crossroad, it was a sharp turn up. You know, Ooh. up, and then there's a crossroad. And the key was to get going about 80, shut your lights off when you get to that crossroad. That was the key? Night, yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, um, you could get some Because if air. you had your lights on, you'd see it coming. You might chicken out, hit the brake, and then it's just after. Exactly. you got to turn no. out the lights. You don't so. want to scare anybody on that crossroad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, naturally, yeah. Uh, my uncle oh, tells a story man. about he he was with his buddy named Morgan, and uh, they picked up two girls that were hitchhiking. And so the girls got in the front of the truck with him, and Morgan got in the back with the spare tire and the tow chains, and they hit that. <laughs> Jeez. This is the same, this they is, all survived? Yeah, this okay. is the same uncle. Uh, this guy, Morgan, delivers p- delivered pizzas for a long time, and he would call and have Morgan pick him up a six-pack when he brought his pizza out and shut all the lights off. And when Morgan started looking around the house, he fired the shotgun off in the air a couple times. Yeehaw. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
that's a, that's a probably similar to similar to similar to that right situation there. Yeah. here. You yeah. know, fire firecrackers or somebody welding. You know, what's that from? Ah, uh, it's a different different story. Okay. Because like, those have been on your desk for a while. I, was like, I know. I gotta, I'm waiting until a real quiet moment. I'm just going to fling one out in the office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just kidding. Funny but inappropriate. Yeah, it's Travis Knight's well, ghost. If it comes to me, I'm kicking it in Dan's office. That would be... Dude, I'm messed up. <laughs> Dan's just sitting there working, and he looks up and, oh. and sees Travis just tossing the firecracker <laughs> and then <laughs> diving. It's like, what the hell? Might be, might be a fist fight over that. <laughs> the outcome would be, but... Yeah. <laughs> so you also played lacrosse yep. in high school yep I played that one. intimidates me that looks like that's one of the most dangerous sports it, yeah it was, mm-hmm. yeah I played defense most of the time so I was the one hitting everyone and oh there you go good call well, if you, it was a lot of fun you have a choice to be the hammer or the nail yeah you be the hammer right exactly yeah. how long did you do that for uh 7th grade through 11th oh so 4 years yeah. Do you have any plans to continue that when you went to college? You're just like, yeah, I'm no. done with this. Yeah. Took up too much time. And oh, okay. I don't have enough time at college to have enough fun, so. That's I've fair. Had more fun. That's fair. Oh, yeah, it's snowmobile and dirt biking. Yeah. And you mentioned going all the way out to uh, Idaho once to snowmobile. Yeah, oh. spring break this year. Me and my dad went out. Oh, that was this and, year? Okay. Yeah. We went out to. Island Park, I think it was. Okay. It was right near West Yellowstone, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho border. Okay. And the uh, people from Snow West Magazine hosted us, and we got to ride all the 2020 sleds. And nice. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was at this. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that through, like, Lily Pad Marine? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He knows all the guys there. Well, Snow West Magazine is... The parent company also has a whole bunch of other magazines, one of which is Pontoon Deck Boat Magazine. Ah, so ah. they're kind of intertwined, and they were like, hey, you want to come out and yeah. ride some Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do. So, I mean, what was what sled stuck out in your mind? Uh, the Polaris has the new Chaos that's coming out. It's, that's a very good name for a snowmobile. Yeah, it's slightly different than their older RMKs, but... Um, just upgraded suspension but yeah I'm not a big fan of Ski-Doo's they didn't have any Articats which I wish they did mm-hmm. but I'm a Polaris guy so sure Polaris is- I think the fastest thing I've ever been on mechanically was a 800 MXC that's oh, a Ski-Doo right mm-hmm. and we took it out it was like a my ex-wife's cousin or something and it, this was back in like yeah, it was like, oh, three, and we went and took it out on Lake Ann. It was still frozen. That was insane how fast that thing was. And I imagine now, I mean, they just well, keep getting faster and faster every year. Yeah, the, the trail sleds are fast, but the mountain <clears throat> sleds were the fastest I got. The uh, the new 850 going was like 70. Okay. Yeah, so I've had that feeling I had that Dodge h I only had that one other time in my life, and that was in a Polaris ND 650 on an ice-covered road up in the UP when I was trying to catch up with the rest of the group. Because I'm riding, they, they put me on that. They were Polaris dealers, friends that we knew from when we lived up there. So it was one of the brand-new Indy 650s, and for some reason they let me drive that one. And But still, like, you oh, know, there's, there's more than... They're so well, fast. They're so <coughs> fast. But that said, um, I think the guy who owned all the sleds, he was riding an older, like, I don't know, maybe a 340. Sure. 
and I was having a real hard time keeping up with them. Just really, ride, just riding skill. Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. I mean, you, you know, yeah. I can't. It doesn't matter how many horsepower if you don't know how to ride over a bump or a yeah. snow drift or something. I mean, he just he's gone. He's way up there, so yeah. I was a little behind. Yeah, and I don't know because there was a lot of vibration, but I'm pretty sure I was between 100 and 110 on that thing going on that icy road, and we were sitting that close to the ground. It's fast. fast. It's pretty fast. fast. I was like. Yeah, oh, I can't do it. Can't yeah, do it anymore. Get your That's like go. Yeah, I think yeah. In, in my Mustang, I think I maybe hit a hundred, and you know that thing at the time was 30, 40 years old, and it's just like I am not confident this thing's gonna stay together. <laughs> just, just the noise and the rattling, and man, I can't. Hey, I went. I went about that fast in the Nissan Maxima GLE that Mandy had. However, that one didn't give me the. That was. That was, it was around a hundred. Yeah. But it was pretty comfortable. I mean, I've heard I'm, I'm, uncomfortably comfortable. Yeah. So. You know, that's the thing. I've heard of cars <laughs> that are built for that kind of stuff. You don't even know it. You don't even feel mm-hmm. it. Oh, man. It's like you're tooling around at 50 miles probably, an hour here. I told the story. I pulled, a, pulled over between Sheboygan and Traverse City by State Cop on one of those back roads. And he said, you know how fast you're going? I was thinking, I sure as hell hope you don't. Yeah. <laughs> sure hope you don't. Yeah. My stepdad's, he had a Audi something I don't know a sports mm-hmm. car and there was a few times when I'd be sitting in the back going down the Chicago highway or whatever and my brother would be like dude do you know how fast we're going like no he's like we're moving <laughs> yeah we like, oh, it was a Pontiac Parisian that we had and that thing a what oh Pontiac I know what you're talking big old I'm a floating boat big Detroit VA yeah. yeah you know longer than an 8 foot bed pickup truck mm-hmm but that one of the coos can control every once in a while we'd be going. And I remember riding with my dad, and he, he, he didn't—he'd accidentally like bump the cruise control or something. All of a sudden, I realized—I mean, the car was just like oh, right, yeah, right on couch down the yeah. road, man. They're tanks. They're but all of a sudden, you realize steel. like, and there goes a car, <clears throat> and there goes a car, and there goes. Wait, how fast, Dad? How fast are we going? Oh crap! You, know? yeah. <laughs> you can't tell. I had that Crown Vic. It was the same way. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I had a Crown Victoria, like Dark a 97, 98 Crown oh, Victoria. I'm going to get in my Lazy Boy and drive around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that car was in, it was just, yeah, V8, you know what I mean? Rear-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. Fun to drive in the winter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Parisian we had, um, much to my chagrin, even had the half-wheel covers in the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. styling. Yeah, sure, come pick me up from school. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're talking about... Being really mechanically inclined, what kind of projects and stuff did you work on growing up? Um, well, we've always had dirt bikes. I used mm-hmm. to race BMX when I was younger here mm-hmm. in the Um After that, it was moved down to Chicago, so we didn't really do it much. And then when I moved back up here, I bought a couple more dirt bikes, and then me and my dad would go out. And this last Christmas or Thanksgiving, I think it was Christmas, uh, me and my dad tore my snowmobile apart and... Built up or rebuilt the motor top to bottom and suspension and everything else. Nice. I might rebuild mm-hmm. my lead whacker this <laughs> winter, so it's in there. It's one thing I never got into is rebuilding it. Lead whacker? So. Oh. I, uh, I'm mm-hmm. the kind of guy who looked at my lower mower this year and said, oh, it's probably good from last year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I, didn't mow, I didn't mow that much. All right, fine. I tried. I checked it. It was a little low. It was black, but I figured it lightened up when I put the fresh stuff in. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I tried uh, last year my lawn tractor at uh, Connecting Rod broke. 
And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's a little trash. I'll try doing it. And I open that thing up, and I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. a little more complicated than I thought. And I'm like, I'm still going to try it anyway. And then I was talking to Rob here about it, who used to own um, Great Escapes, the motorcycle dealership. My dad worked at How long ago? Oh, I'd have to ask him. It's been closed for I think almost he, 10 years or so, right? He owned it. I don't know if he's opened it, but he owned it a long time. He probably knows him, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was talking about, oh, yeah, we got to make sure this, 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 and this. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> this is beyond my, my scope. It's when you show up somebody that knows how to do it with a box full yep, of parts. Yep, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and it turns out, I just, I, they were like, that's exactly what I did. I took it to, I forget what the name of the place is, this machine shop. And they just kind of looked at the box and looked at me, and I'm like, I'm going to need to buy a new engine, aren't I? <laughs> God. <laughs> but I put it in. Yeah. Me. Need to buy a new engine? Yes. Because I see four things that don't even go with that engine in the box. <laughs> yeah. So. What is this? Oh, that's where that is. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Cheerio in there? <laughs> Cheerio? Dog food. Yeah. All kinds of crap. Yeah. That's how long it's been sitting there. Well, as we're wrapping up, what's uh, what's what's next for you? What um, uh, What's your plans after college? What kind of industry would they go into um, at this point? I'd like to do R and D somewhere. Oh, sure. Um, that, preferably motorsports. I don't know if I'd want to get into the whole automotive level. I feel like yeah. that's a little bit higher up, more complicated. Yeah, I mean that's basically the Travis' whole job is R and D. Yeah. It's recreation yeah. and drinking, right? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no, that's not it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm good at so it. not sales. Easy they said, they not said sales. do what you love. Do, do what you're good you at. Love. If you're good yeah. at something, don't do it for free. That's right. Don't do it for free. You know what I'm good at? Oh, Screwing yeah. off drinking. drinking. Screw off drinking. Sales. Sales. <laughs> I think um, I had a misconception. I, I agree with you about focusing on like motorsports over... Because I'm the same way. It's like... I love cars, but the performance aspect mm-hmm. of it. And so I figured interning at GM was going to be great. <laughs> it was because what I forgot was well GM is a business first and mm-hmm. um, a very large very yeah well at the time I think this was the summer of 2000 it was the second largest corporation in the world behind like the India Railway Company or something mm-hmm. uh, but it had a half a million employees and um, I, my job was still pretty cool but it was just buried under this you know layers and layers of, of corporate whatever and it just sucked all the fun and enjoyment out of it i had one day where i went to the proving grounds and was participating in um it was called a fuel economy learning vehicle program and they had a bunch of cars there and each of them had a different type of fuel saving technology on it and we got to drive them around and evaluate that was awesome other than that nah. <laughs> so i mean that's do you read that did you read the book american icon about ford uh no i haven't oh. You'd probably, you'd look sure. really yeah. interesting. That's that's right. The BPR meetings, that's where I got that. Alan Mulally, that's what he called his meetings that he put into place at Ford to kind of help mm. cut through the... That's really interesting, especially with your perspective from working at GM, because I don't think it was that much different at Ford. And it's, oh, no, I imagine. And it's, so it's a book about what Alan Mulally was able to achieve there, because they were the only automaker after he went through that and positioned them. They were the only automaker that didn't need a government bailout. Right, yeah, because they, they secured some line of credit beforehand. Yeah, they mortgaged themselves to the hill beforehand and got a shit pile of cash, and it got them through. Yeah. But that was because of the management things that Alan Mulally put in place. So, like, you know, 
basically increase the health of their organization, the communication at the top, yeah. and things like that. Uh, so I think you'd think that was an yeah. interesting book. American that Icon. That would be cool. It's the name of the book. But okay, that would be cool. I'd give you a copy, but I don't think it's on my shelf. I probably gave it away to somebody. It's over there. You can grab it. Okay. Well, cool, man. Thanks. That's about an hour, so I appreciate you coming by. And, yeah. 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 Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Anytime. So, yeah, maybe before the... Do you know when you got to go back? Mid-August or something? Uh, August 23rd. August, yeah. 23rd-ish. That's what he wrote on the note that I keep here. (laughs) It doesn't really mean anything. I just haven't thrown it away. (laughs) It's like, wow, he's really waiting for my last day. He keeps it right by his keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) You got that on the calendar. Exit off days. Exit off days. Exit off days. (laughs) Every time you walk by his desk, take talk off. Take talk. Take talk. So it's twenty thirty. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a long time to get here. <laughs> I'm just dragging by. Isn't it? Time is really dragging. Uh, so no, it's like you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> the sad thing is, he's got one of those pieces of paper for me and Paul as well. <laughs> yeah, just don't right. know. Oh, yeah. They just don't know the date. They didn't tell me the date. It's uh, blank right it's now. Blank. It depends on his mood during the day. <laughs> Sometimes oh. he writes one down that gets moved up, maybe moved back. <laughs> it's like the uh, the doomsday clock. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Two minutes to midnight, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Get your shit together. Oh. Yeah, maybe if, uh, if, if we might have you back then before you, you head out if we get a chance. So, thanks a lot. Appreciate it, man. Yeah.